later in the program, we are going to talk about a moral dilemma that you have, which is let's say you're at the Blue Jays game. The Yanks and the Blue Jays are in a really critical series as the Jays try to solidify and lock in their playoff hopes. But Aaron Judge is trying to tie the great Roger Maris's American League home run record by hitting 61, and people are wanting to catch the baseball. And there's lots of betting on whether he's going to hit it and when he's going to hit it. You can bet, bet, bet. And if you're watching football now, the NFL's back, you can bet, bet, bet. And if you're watching hockey, there's so much betting going on. And Wayne Gretzky's out there. He's shilling for those betting sites. And you know, Drake is out there shilling for betting sites. And Charles Barkley is out there. And you name it. If you're... Uh, into sports, if you're an athlete, if you're an actor, you've probably been bought up. And in fact, there's a phenomenal article in The Walrus called Who Loses as Online Betting Takes Over Sports. And so I want to credit The Walrus for this. And in it, uh, they talk about the gambling industry has totally changed. And it's in Canada, things have changed. And we've covered this a lot in this program certainly in places like Ontario, because there's new laws have taken place that now you can do single uh, game betting. And um, there's all sorts of um, betting going on and new betting sites. Um, because once you get single event betting in your country, uh, there's going to be billions and billions of dollars. And, and just in, I think it was August 2021, the Safe and Regulated Sports Betting Act got royal assent. And that means uh, it was basically a gold rush for betting. But there's a downside we never talk about. And credit to the walrus who introduced us to Steve Delaney. He's a truck driver from New York State. He's a recovering gambling addict, and he now hosts a podcast called Fantasy or Reality, or the GPP, short for Gambling Problem Podcast. And Steve joins me now. How are you doing, Steve? I'm great, Evan. Thanks for having me on. I mean, you you were in the game there. Like, you loved it. For a lot of people, they say, Steve, it's not a habit. Like, this is no problem. It's just fun. It adds to the excitement of the game. Are you concerned about the explosion of, of these betting sites? Uh, yeah, I'm very concerned that um, not only is it being normalized and talked about everywhere as if it's just some fun thing to do, but what, what bothers me the most about it as is, is there's just no discussion or very little discussion about the damage that goes along with this. It's just advertised as, as if it's just fun, and there's so many people out there that even if it's just the conservative estimates where it's 2 to 3% of people that will develop a gambling problem to the point where I did that's still hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, um, and just in North America alone, in our shared continents. And I'm, I'm worried, especially with the young generation, with the explosion of the apps everywhere. It's not just DraftKings and FanDuel everywhere. It's not just daily fantasy sports like I gambled on, you can gamble on. It's uh, everything. Like you said, you can bet on if Aaron Judge is going to reach that record, when he's going to hit it, when, you know, it, there's just so many bets that can be made now, and it's so easy to fall deep into addiction without even realizing it. And, uh, and yeah, so Steve, I talked to a friend of mine's uh, kid and her, and I said, do your boyfriend's just a great guy. And he was telling me, I said, like, do you watch sports? He goes, yeah. With your friends, how how often do you bet? He goes, we bet on every single game. I'm like, what? He goes, oh yeah, but I don't lose. Oh, you had 20 bucks on every game and they bet. I go, how often are you betting? He goes every single day. We bet every day. That's part of how we all watch sports. Why? Because it's on their phone. And mm-hmm. I was like shocked at the amount of money that is. 
Yeah, it's scary. And I can tell you for sure, uh, anyone who's gambling and has a, a problem or even is teetering on an issue or just in general, they're not, they're not going to be honest about their losses. They're only going to tell you about their wins. They're only going to tell you, hey, I hit this $1,000 jackpot or I, I came first in my fantasy lineup and I won $20,000 in this contest. They won't tell you about the the month-long losing streak they had where there was a time period where I won some sizable um, jackpots, you know, in five figures. And, but, you know, I wouldn't tell anybody. I mean, I didn't tell anybody about my addiction at all. But well, I, how did you I know you were an addict? Like, can I ask you a question? Like, uh, you were yeah. an addict. You were a gambling addict. I'm speaking to Steve Delaney, truck driver in New York State, recovering from a gambling addiction and host of the podcast Fantasy or Reality, the Gambling Problem podcast. Like, you were in it. People now think it's normal. Like, you're watching a game. Part of the, quote, enjoyment factor is the bet now. I'm not a big better, but that's what it is. How did you know that you went from an enjoyment to an addiction for you? So... To be honest, I didn't, I mean, I knew that I was, had, there was a problem with it, you know, from not the start, but once I couldn't stop, uh, I kept chasing losses and a lot, like I didn't under, even understand that this was an addiction until I came into recovery. Now I have been addicted to other narcotics. I used to be a heroin addict in my teens and twenties. So I had it in my mind where it's like to be addicted to something, it had to be something you were putting in your body. It had to be something that you were ingesting or injecting right, or something right, like right. that. So I got clean from that when I was 25 years old, but I didn't start betting until my mid-30s, uh, at least problematically. And I think the problem is it's so normalized where for years, even from my 20s until it became a problem in my 30s, it was something fun. It was something I did, like, year-long leagues with friends. And, uh, you know, I... The first time I realized it was an actual issue was I had been gambling or, you know, placing lineups to try to win some money to improve my wife and our children's life. And uh, while doing this, I ended up getting entered into some free contest on FanDuel. And I ended up winning a, a trip to Los Angeles to go see the L.A. Clippers and uh, play the Brooklyn Nets. And I was excited that I had won a contest and I was excited to tell my wife but then i realized shoot i can't say anything about this because if i do now i have to acknowledge the fact that i got entered into this free contest because i had bet somewhere between 500 and a thousand dollars the previous month now if i tell her this now i have to tell her that i had spent all this money and why are you doing this and that's when i realized that i couldn't be honest about it that that's the first hint i had that there was a problem here right. but i didn't fully understand it was an addiction until i became into recovery and that's why i think it's important to talk about this on your radio program and uh, you know and publications across the world is because so many people don't even right. fully realize it. it's a gambling, uh, gambling and, and when you were doing it like just i you know, got a couple minutes here steve it's so different now because it's in your pocket it's like you, you mm -hmm. never are separated from the ability to bet are, are, are do you think that young people are going to have a real addiction issue uh, 100%, 24-7. I mean, it's just the 24-7 access to gambling is this, this day and age is completely different than it was even just a few years ago where you had to actually go to in-person brick-and-mortar casinos. Uh, DraftKings and FanDuel didn't come around until the mid-2000s, and even with that, you could only bet on the, you know, the outcome of a lineup. So I would set a lineup at 7 p.m., and I wouldn't know till the next day or, or late into the evening if I won. Now you can essentially bet all day, every day, 
you know, and if you're not betting on sports, uh, there's so many of these online casinos now, which can be even more devastating because especially things like roulette and blackjack, it is just click, click, click. And it's so, so, so what's the answer, so Steve? Like, what do we do? Like, I think this is, I think you're making a great point. What, what do we do about this? There's a few things now. From what I'm saying, you'd think I would think that gambling should be illegal. Now, I don't think it should be illegal, but I think it should be highly regulated. I think there should be something with these online purveyors or, or these apps where they, they know a problem gambler. They know if someone is is betting more than they should or betting more than they did or if they win a large jackpot and immediately lose it. There's got to be some accountability on these companies to try to find some way to identify problem gamblers and do something about it, even if it's just suspending their account, sharing that with other uh, apps so that these people can't bet, just making it a little bit yeah. harder because, uh, you know, and also there should be no betting with credit cards. To me, it's like if you're using a credit card to deposit money onto one of these sites, you're already showing signs of a gambling addiction. Like someone who gambles responsibly is only going to put 20 bucks down a week. That's interesting. Yeah, and maybe there's a, maybe there's a limit and stuff. Uh, Steve, I'm running out of time, but your podcast, folks, check out Fantasy or Reality, the uh, Gambling Problem podcast. Steve Delaney, uh, recovering addict, as he talked about, just warning us, like, it's a new world out there, and we love sports, and we're going to talk about sports next, uh, but there's a dark side to this, and it's insidious. Steve, thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. That's Steve Delaney.